0: do you ever find yourself pausing in a quiet moment and thinking about some of the things that might not be going as well as you'd like? Perhaps things like your podcast promotion on social media, let's say, for example. Usually there are things that are still getting done somewhat, which is awesome, but, well, it's not really getting the results that you'd like. And so in that quiet moment, you're wondering why you're even doing it at all. And yet, perhaps you've been able to automate it as much as possible and strip it, at, strip out as much time from it as possible. So it's not taking up a lot of time, but well, it's still your time, right? Or maybe it's even your money if you're outsourcing it. And so wouldn't it be nice to get some type of ROI from it? This happens to me all the time. And I'm actually really fortunate because I'm not a perfectionist, at least I'm a recurring perfectionist. So I'm totally okay with getting things shipped out there quickly, break stuff and then figure it out. But I still find myself getting so frustrated when things aren't working. And for the longest time, one of those things that wasn't working for me, repurposing my podcast content. Everyone was telling me that it's easy. You record your podcast episode and then voila, audiograms or social media, YouTube videos, posts. But what they don't tell you, just how ineffective it is, which is why I call repurposing content the podcast ROI killer. Because yes, we should be smart about the content that we're creating, but not through repurposing. So want to know what it is that you should be doing instead with your podcast content? Hang around because that is exactly what we're going to get into in this episode. My name is DJ Shen, the CEO and co-founder of CAP Show, the world's first AI-powered podcast copywriter, and this is the Grow My Podcast Show. yeah. yeah. Hey, this is Deidre Shen here, the CEO and co-founder of Cap Show, and you are listening to the Grow My Podcast show. In this episode, I want to talk about content and specifically repurposing your content because if you're anything like the hundreds of podcasters that I've been speaking to, then you're probably doing something like this. You record your podcast episode, you or an agency or a VA edits that podcast episode You or they find a great quote in the episode and you create an audiogram out of it. Usually that audiogram has a headshot of your guest, someone your audience doesn't know or cares about at this point. It gets posted on social media with a caption that says, new episode just dropped. Does that sound familiar? Because that's exactly what I used to do. For my first couple of podcasts, this is what I did each and every week. And yet, for some reason, I was surprised at how abysmally these posts did from a reach, engagement, and actions taken perspective. It was the exact same for my clients. I have a client who has over 60,000 followers on Instagram, and she used to be so gun-shy to actually even promote her podcast episode on social media because it totally tanked her performance numbers. And she had an agency, a designer, and a copywriter working for her on these posts. It boggles the mind. Repurposing your podcast this way is just not worth the investment, time or money. And honestly, I don't know why I was initially so surprised with how badly these posts did because when I stopped, stepped back and really thought about it time and time again, even if I was a big fan of the person that I was following, I always found myself scrolling past any podcast promo audiograms or posts who else does this? Come on now, raise your hand. I can't see you, but I can see you. I'm going to say I can see you. (laughs) So this is the thing, right? For some reason, even though we don't ourselves look or engage with these posts, we're expecting our audience to. It just doesn't make sense, right? So at this point, I was spending all this time creating content for social media, which on one hand made me feel great because I was sharing something about my podcast I was doing that smart thing that we get told to do, right? Save our time, be efficient by repurposing content. But on the other hand, I felt incredibly frustrated every time I looked at the performance data of these posts. These posts were not effectively promoting anything, let alone my podcast. It was a complete ROI killer. There had to be a better way. So I started experimenting with some different things, things that I'm going to be taking you through. And I discovered the secret. Want to know the secret? The secret is that we should not be repurposing our podcast content. As I said, that is the immediate ROI killer for you. The secret is that we should be reconceptualizing instead. We don't repurpose, we reconceptualize so that the content is actually fit for purpose for the social media platform we're actually on. Because it probably comes as no surprise that what works on each platform, the audiences that hang out on those different platforms, they're different, right? They're different. So we need to reconceptualize for each one we want to be on. And I know that that sounds time consuming, but it's actually not once you know how to make this work for your business. And that is exactly what we're now going to be talking about. So we're going to take a quick ad break and when we get back, we are going to discuss the three steps to reconceptualizing and not repurposing so that we can actually use social media as an effective way to promote our podcast episode and not just as a box-ticking exercise to make us feel maybe superficially good about ourselves. Are you ready to reach more people on more platforms in a lot less time with your podcast well it's time to meet every podcaster's new best friend capture capture is the world's first ai-powered podcast copywriter and the fastest way to market and grow your podcast in just 10 minutes or less capture will turn your episode audio file into an episode title description show notes social media captions for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and TikTok, a promotional email, blog post, LinkedIn article, YouTube description, and full transcript. All of the drafts it creates for you are fully editable and downloadable. All you have to do is just upload your episode audio, wait for it to generate the drafts for you, and view and edit these drafts and download them to use in all of your marketing content. But before you think that Capture is just another robot that just writes words for you, I have to tell you about what makes Capture different. You see, Capture's AI has a very robust mix of human intelligence mixed into it. Capture was created by marketers so that every piece of copy it writes for you is infused with content honey traps so that your podcast episode stops the scroll and hooks your audience in to listen. But don't just take my word for it. CapShow is offering you a free trial so you can see the magic for yourself for your podcast. Sign up takes less than 30 seconds and nope, there is no credit card required. Just head on over to www.capshow.com and sign up for a free trial. That's www.capsho.com and sign up for a free trial today. We are going to now head into the three steps to reconceptualizing, not repurposing, so that we can actually use social media to effectively promote our podcast. This is what we're going to do, right? Growing your podcast show. Okay. Step one. Step one. Hello. Everybody. Hello. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> I am joined by my co-founder, Bona right? <laughs> Okay. So let's get into it, shall we? Yes. Well, step one is very easy. Hopefully we want to work out what platform we're creating content for because this is the thing. This is what I said before, which is that each platform is different. The audiences on there are different. The types of content that works on there is different. So this whole just create one thing and try to post it everywhere, it Mm -hmm. just doesn't work. It doesn't work. So we need to work out what is it that you want to actually be creating content for. Yes. Um, and if you listen to anyone who knows pretty much what they're talking about, if you're new to this game, you want to probably just stick to one, maybe max two. Mm. Uh, don't try to overwhelm yourself by trying to be everywhere unless you have a team, unless you have a team. Yes. So that's the first step. What platform are you creating content for? And let's talk through an example. Yeah. So definitely we are on all the platforms, but in this example, we'll talk one about one where we had an Instagram reel. So the the platform that we chose is Instagram. And the great thing is that when you once you do focus on the platform, there's already so much great content being created. So you can actually, what we call content hack and see what is actually happening um, out there to pick, I guess, to have to. So basically for us, we're picking Instagram for this particular example. Yes. And Vonna gave you a sneak peek into <laughs> step number two, which is to content hack on that platform. So let's talk a little bit about co- what content hacking is. We, you know by now that a mentor of mine is Russell Brunson, um, and he is a big, big believer in hacking all sorts of things. So mm. he he coined funnel hacking as his main his thing that his audience does, and in a similar fashion, we've coined content hacking as the thing that our audience can do that you can do. And what it really is is just how do you find really high performing posts, videos, reels, whatever it is. Again, go back to step one, whatever platform you're on, work out what are the high performing types of content that works on that platform and then hack it. That's what you want to do. And we will go into steps. Step three will be about how you actually do that part of it. But first content hacking, which is that we need to find that inspiration on that platform that you're on. Yes. So Why don't we talk through an example that we did? Yeah. So the great thing about content hacking is you don't need to feel limited to your specific niche. So an example that we did for Instagram Reels is one of our team members found this really fun Reel that someone in e-commerce actually had created. So e-commerce and specifically she made her own so the reel was to really fun audio Dua Lipa I can't remember the name of the song now I think it's going to be a long long time so we will cut it in and actually we'll leave that in the show notes as well so you can see go check it out you guys yes Yep. So with that reel, uh, it was basically her, for those of you who haven't checked it out, it was just her making her products. And the the audio was, it's going to be a long, long time. Basically her husband saying, Hey, how long are you going to be? And she was working on a new collection and saying, it's going to be a long, long time. And it was an image, a video of her working on her actual product. Mm-hmm. So we thought, wow, this is, this has performed really well. It's humorous. It gets the point across. And we were like, how can we apply it to our particular service, which is so, di- so different. So this is the thing we, we do recommend that you start with when you are content hacking because the universe of content that you can possibly hack is so, so large. So if you're just, if you're new to this and getting started, I would recommend that you start with accounts that your ideal, your dreamiest buyers are already following. And they could be other business accounts. they could even be other lifestyle type accounts. But definitely start there because if they are high-performing posts, then you already have a pretty good idea that your audience, the ones that you also want to attract, like that kind of content. So that's where I would start. Now, we've been doing this for a, a long, long time and <laughs> I couldn't help myself. <laughs> and we, so we have been branching out and we've been definitely experimenting with a lot of different types of uh, content across a lot of different types of industries and, and account types. So. That would be my first advice is try to stick, if you're just starting out, stick to what it is that your ideal audience is already engaging with. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then that leads us into step three, which is then to actually put our own spin on it. And the the overlay to this, because we don't just want to put our own spin on it. I mean, of course we do, but we want to add to that and actually also add in content honey traps because- Remember, the whole purpose of this post is to actually compel your ideal audience, your dreamiest buyer, to actually listen to your podcast episode. And if you don't know why, go back to episode one and episode two of this podcast, because I go, I dive into it there. But in short, really, why you want to be doing that comes back to the seven-hour rule that Daniel Priestley talks about in his book, Oversubscribed, which is that for anyone especially if you're an expert, especially if you have high ticket, you're, you're trying to sell your knowledge. For someone to trust you enough to want to buy into you and what it is that you do, they need to spend seven hours with you. That's that's the rule. And we've tested this ourselves and we've I, I totally stand behind this concept. Mm. And so this is the thing. We want to use our short form content on whatever platform that we're on to actually get people into your next step of the funnel your front-end funnel which is your podcast episode so that they actually bank those seven hours with you for your long-form content so that's why we say that in this step step three where you're now using that you're putting your own spin on that inspiration that you've content hacked you want to also think about it how how do i lay a content honey trap in this as well so Let's talk through an example of what we did. Yes, so one of the most powerful content honey traps is to create real- relatability via way of a pain point that you know your audience is feeling. Like you said, Deidre, if you want a bit of a rundown to what all of those are, episode one and two go into that. Yeah. But in this particular example, we really went with the pain point at content honey trap, which we call the boxer. Yes, and one of the things we were where we brainstormed together is to say, okay, what are some of the things that our audience is feeling, and what are the things that comes up time and again for podcast experts who are podcast putting a lot of effort into not just the content they're creating and providing for free, but also, you know, in their communities is they attract sometimes a lot of freebie seekers who just want to take, 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 consume, consume, consume. Sometimes, you know, abuse them for saying you dare to charge for something, consuming all this free content. And you're like, oh, okay, we know that pain point is there. We hear it time and again. So this reel could actually be about it's going to be a long, long time before you're able to break up with your freebie seekers Unless you do this one thing with your podcast content that is going to break that relate that toxic relationship forever. come on, you guys, if you're listening to this, I bet you want to know what that one thing is, right? It's only one thing (laughs) that you want to change in the content you're already creating and it's going to change the game. No more 3B seekers. Otherwise, it's going to be a long, long time before you to finally break up. So we're like, so the point of the reel in the quick 12 to 15 seconds was to really agitate that pain point in a fun, catchy way. Yes. And, hey, you can unlock the actual answer when you listen to today's episode. Yes. And we actually did find that we had a lot of engagement on that post, yes. on that particular reel, and we did have quite a few listeners come through organically. So yeah. this is the thing. Like it, it works, right? When people say that, well, I don't understand social media, it doesn't work to actually grow my podcast show, my podcast audience, it's probably because you're not doing it the right way. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, exactly right. Exactly right. So we're going to leave both the inspo and the example in the show notes. So you guys go head over there so you can see what it is that we're talking about. Follow along. And then I would love to see you content hack as well. So please try this out, do the thing and let us know how you go. Contact me. I'm at hi at capshow.com. Uh, I think even in the show notes, people can leave us some um, messages, some little love notes, maybe. Oh, love notes, I do yes. like a love note, so <laughs> drop something in there. let let us know what co- what did you content hack and how did you put your own spin on it with a content honey trap to actually create something that is fit for purpose for the platform that you are on, whether that's Instagram, like we are, Facebook, TikTok, LinkedIn, YouTube, doesn't matter. You want to go content hack that, see what's working, what your audience is engaging with, and then put your own spin on it with a content hunting trap, because that is what is going to hook people and get them wanting to listen to your podcast episode. Okay. So Thank you for listening. Uh, If you love this episode, please take a screenshot, share it in the socials, tag me. I'm at Deidre Shen. And because I'd love to, I, I just, I would love to see that coming through. I'd love to know what your takeaway is and have a conversation with you. And please leave us a rating, a review, share with all your friends and we will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.